is in the final hours of its evacuation mission in Afghanistan. Almost 14,000 people have been flown out of the country in the past fortnight. Uh, many of them will be looking to settle in the United Kingdom, uh, which of course brings challenges for our local authorities. Our reporter Noah Keat has been speaking to John Batchelor uh, from South Cambridgeshire District Councillor, uh, District Council. Um, Councillor Batchelor uh, represents Linton and is also the lead cabinet member for housing. So, would you mind just telling us a bit about the scheme that uh, South Cambridgeshire District Council uh, recently announced? Uh, we've joined the government's uh, scheme for rehousing or resettling um, interpreters specifically. Uh, obviously, the world has changed in the last week or so. The issue we're dealing with is the original one. So we're offering um, a accommodation for three families uh, locally. We're going to do this uh, through our housing company, uh, which is a private rental group, so that um, it doesn't affect our ability to service our own people in terms of social housing. Equally, uh, there are large families and we have to find large houses, which uh, we don't have a lot in our own stock. We're already in another program, which is the resettlement of the Syrian refugees. We've been uh, signed up to that since 2019, uh, and we're rehousing four families a year in that program. So we do have a significant experience of dealing with this sort of thing. Given the circumstances at the moment, these people will be in um, you know, not the best condition and so on. So there's a whole support system that we have to create around them in terms of uh, language um, uh, education, getting the children into schools, um, signed up with GPs, finding work and all that sort of thing. Would you mind going into a bit more detail about the practical help that is being provided by the District Council and, and other authorities? Because you say um, individuals that have had their lives completely turned upside mm. down, coming to the UK, they might not speak English. What is that help that can be provided and is the funding there for it? Uh, the government is providing funding at the moment, so the, yes, the funding is there. Uh, always a difficulty with the government uh, if it actually continues. Um, certainly with the Afghan interpreters, the money is only uh, um, guaranteed for one year. The support is a specialist side of things, so we actually um, employ a professional support organization in order to do that work uh, we don't have the in-house capacity to do it ourselves um, so we manage the operation uh, and others who are specialists in this field actually do the deal i'd be interested to learn a bit more about what led south cambridge district council to arrive at allocating um, rooms for three families because to me that does seem a bit like an arbitrary figure why three why not five or one or two Where's our capacity to deal with with, with it? Uh, as I say, we we don't have the uh, 
the sort of housing that's required within our own social housing stock. So we are actually using private rental accommodation so that that is fairly limited and we can only work within the constraints of the money that the government is prepared to support this, this with. So um, that's the uh, number we, we thought we, we could um, make a contribution towards. Three is not a great big number, but uh, bearing in mind that there's more than um, 300 um, local authorities with housing responsibilities, if we all actually chipped in, then clearly this is a significant number, um, certainly would deal with the, the initial um, in, interpreter uh, program. I might also comment perhaps on the on the idea of 20,000 people coming over five years. We've all seen the uh, appalling um, pictures from the uh, ball uh, and the idea that this could go on for five years or the people that we are trying to support would um, survive for that long uh, just seems not credible. So I think there will need to be some rethinking in that area. Now you've spoken about the practical help that can be provided by the local authority, by the individuals that you employ in terms of GPs and schools. What help do you think can be provided either by the district council or local community organisations in the area in terms of ensuring that these Afghan families can um, effectively socially integrate and really feel they're mm. part of the community? And that doesn't necessarily have to be done by the state. What, what do you think could be on offer for them? No. I mean, there's different stages to this. You know, the initial settling, settlement, uh, you know, is quite traumatic and that needs to be done professionally, that sort of support. The voluntary organisations and, and neighbours and so on, I'm sure will, will play their part in time as the people start to integrate in, into the local community. I know people want to help, but this isn't the sage yet. Where the help is really needed, perhaps, is on the ground in Afghanistan. And I was doing an interview a couple of days ago with the Red Cross, and they're doing very impressive work. And, you know, one of the few organisations that are still working on the ground in Afghanistan, and, you know, maybe at this stage, our support should be going to them through contributions. Now, you said before that South Cambridgeshire District Council provided houses uh, for refugees from Sudan, Iran and Syria. Um, and you said, and it says on the website too, that you don't anticipate that it will affect uh, local waiting times for council houses. Um, right. Over the sort of five, six years that the council has been doing this, has that actually proven to be the case that it hasn't affected waiting times? It, it hasn't. It depends on the, the mix of housing that, that we're using, and mostly it's uh, private rental housing. Perhaps I should explain that the district council actually has a private rental uh, arm, um, Ermine Street Housing, which operates um, just as a commercial uh, company, um, and these um, this organisation um, has. The, the more suitable sort of housing available and we're using that um, 
that that channel rather than uh, taking up social housing. Now, you said that funding from government in terms of the scheme has been guaranteed uh, for a year, even though they've said that 20,000 refugees will come over five years. What would you want to do? What would you as the council want to do? What would you want your Lib Dem colleagues who are actually in Parliament to do uh, to try and lobby the government to continue that funding through 2022 and 2023 and beyond? We can't do anything unless we have the resources available to us. And that has to come from the government. So, um, uh, you know, the 20,000 is a new idea, which was, um, you know, the the result of last weekend, the weekend before's um, actions. Uh, I suspect that they will have to think that through somewhat more carefully um, before we know, you know, precisely if sufficient funding is going to come through for us to support more. We will support more uh, if, the, if the government will support us. Clearly, we, we are all very keen to make our contribution. This is an appalling humanitarian catastrophe, and we're happy to put our hand up for as much as we can possibly do to help. Now, finally, for the three families that definitely are going to move to South Cambridgeshire, what would you say to them to reassure them that having had this really traumatic experience, they now have the potential to lead a fantastic life here in South Cambridgeshire and here in the UK? That's right. We're here to give them every opportunity um, to do that. And it's a privilege to be able to do that, even in in a small scale uh, with three families. Um, you know, this is a, these are whole families coming to us, um, and the children and so on. You know, will have huge opportunities that perhaps wouldn't have been open to them otherwise. So we're very proud to be able to do uh, make this contribution. John Bachelor, thank you very much for your time. effort to evacuate people from Kabul airport is in its final hours. The British Processing Centre has been closed and only those already at the airfield in Afghanistan's capital will be withdrawn. We all know that uh, the UK is going to be accepting a number of the refugees from Afghanistan. And what's happening specifically in Cambridge? Well, our reporter Noah Keat has been speaking to Alex Collis, who's the Executive Councillor for Open Spaces, Sustainable Food and Community Wellbeing. Let's hear from Alex Collis. Cambridge City Council have said that they want to explore every route available to try and help Afghan refugees. Would you mind going into some more detail about what those routes are that the council are currently looking at? Absolutely. Um, I should say, first of all, that like other local authorities, um, we are waiting to see the detail of the uh, government scheme. So we are waiting to to understand from them what they will fund, what we can commit ourselves to. Cambridge, as many people will know, um, has experience of settling refugees. We're a city of sanctuary um, and we are fully committed to welcoming as many people as we possibly can. We've obviously got the um, previous history of settling Syrian refugees. So that is one 
plus um, in our favor that we we have that experience we know what's worked previously um, and we have a team of officers who are highly skilled um, and experienced ready ready to go we know that our biggest challenge is probably going to be housing um, we have high levels of housing need in the city anyway so we need to be very careful um, to balance needs of people living here already and, and needs of refugees now it may be that we provide less in terms of, of housing ourselves but what we can do is broker uh, offers of support from um, private owners um, local um, housing associations and we're also working with other local councils as well so um, district council uh, the county council too and we're already getting lots of offers from people um, from people that own property in the city who just really want to help. Um, so we have officers working and planning already on that too. So um, South Cambridgeshire District Council said that they've joined the Afghan Locally Employed Support Scheme and as part of that they've agreed to settle three families. Um, is there any reason why Cambridge City Council at the moment hasn't got that sort of set number that is agreed to allocate? Like I said, we are waiting to hear the detail of the central government scheme and, and what they will fund. We know from previous experience um, with settling Syrian refugees um, that it, you know, how, just how important and critical it is um, to get the resettlement right. We don't want to offer things that we make an offer that we can't come, come through with. We need to make sure it's what people want it's what people need and we need to make sure that we have the sort of resources there to back it up um one thing that did happen with the syrian refugee resettlement scheme the number that we originally committed to 50 people um we were able to double that so we're being cautious yes but because we want to get this right and we understand how important it is to get this right um, now, you said both in this interview and previously that the biggest challenge is housing, and we hear both sort of locally and nationally all the time about the housing crisis, people being able to get on the housing ladder, the availability of housing stock. And how do you think uh, the council are going to be able to overcome that? I know you've said about speaking to um, basically private owners potentially, um, but what steps do you think the council can take to overcome that perception, even if it isn't accurate, that it's seen as they're just not being enough for everyone, even though it's needed is obviously so important. No, I think after the last 18, 18 months of the pandemic, you know, all local councils across across the whole country are um, have financial issues. You know, everyone um, is going to have to make you know some sort of concessions. We're obviously all, all getting less funding from central government as well, so. You know that we have to ask those questions about the resources available to us and sort of how best to use them uh, it's understandable that, that local people are going to be concerned about whether that you know resettling refugees might mean that they they lose out we're very lucky in cambridge that it, it's a very very compassionate city i mean the offers of help have been really touching really overwhelming i know daniel zeichner's office you know he's had um some of his team you know working pretty much full-time on this fielding fielding requests um offers of help 
I think what we need to do is you know, part of our role as a council is to reassure people that it's not an either or proposition. You know, we can help both people that are already living here and people that really, really need our support. You know, it's the right thing to do. Um, and I think we all know it's the right thing to do. It's just a question of getting that right and keeping those conversations open with people and reassuring them. Now, last October, I believe Cambridge City Council committed to rehousing 200 refugees over a five year period. And it was going to allocate four council houses each year for five years in order to do this. With the recent situation in Afghanistan, is that going to be a factual tool or does that remain a fixed aim uh, for the council to take forward? So that commitment will remain. Um, we made that commitment to, to the, the four council houses um, over the five years um, in June this year as well, following on from October. That commitment will remain. It sounds like more will be more um, housing support will be needed. And we have our exec councillor for housing, Mike Todd Jones, already working with David Greening and the housing team, working really hard on identifying where we might have availability the issue uh, going back to what i said earlier is going to be that we simply at the moment don't have the detail on who is going to be arriving and what they're going to need in terms of housing so we're working really hard with officers to plan um, and to be as ready as we possibly can be now um when we've previously seen Cambridge resettling refugees, the role of faith yeah. groups in the voluntary sector has been really important. What role do you think that they can play this time in ensuring that individuals feel as involved as possible uh, in the city and their sort of new local area? Yeah, I mean, none of this, none, you know, none of, we can't do any of the things that are needed unless it's done in partnership. And the faith um, sector and community organisations are going to be as always absolutely essential in that one thing they can do really usefully um, is broker those relationships sort of between um, the community um, and new arrivals and they can they can help it, it goes back to really your earlier question um, about the sort of impact on the on the community that's already here. They they can help us have those open conversations. They can help us reassure people about the impacts on 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 their own communities. They also have a really important part to play in in helping people feel welcome. Um, in helping meet the, the, the sort of needs that they might have. You know, we're going to have people arriving who've been through the most unimaginably awful, traumatic time. Um, and I think community organisations with the expertise they have, are they're just going to be absolutely essential there. You know, we've, all, we've already had contact with the um, Ethnic Community Forum with Adi Stadnik and his team there. And they are, you know, they are ready to help whenever they're needed. Um, and, you know, the, the countless organisations across Cambridge, you know, who people just want to help. But we need to make sure we're helping in the right way. Now, you've spoken before about how for this to be successful for the resettlement scheme to work, the link between central government and local government is really important. What would you want your Labour colleagues, so Daniel Zeichner and other Labour MPs, to be lobbying for in Parliament um, to make it clearer in terms of what they want from government, what you need as a local council in order to be able to help as many uh, Afghan refugees as possible? 
so we need detail we need you know we need we need more information basically and i'm sure most local councils up and down the country would say this and i know mps you know from all parties are pushing for that detail not just labor mps i know daniel you know it, it, it and his colleagues are pushing for that as well so we need we need the detail we need to know what we need to plan for uh, and it needs to be properly funded as well um, we can't you know we can't do this with half measures we need a proper commitment from government um, to support local councils you know Priti Patel has been quoted as saying you know local this really is up to local councils and what they can commit to and and and, and they need to make that commitment well you know I'm telling Priti Patel we at Cambridge City Council are ready we're willing to help we need government we need her and her team and her ministerial colleagues to put their money where their mouth is and fund this properly because we have a duty of care to these people and now, we have to get it right now my final question you're the executive councillor for community well-being what would you say to those afghan families that are going to move to the city of cambridge to reassure them that having had such a traumatic experience in their life they'll be able to resettle here and have brilliant opportunities in cambridge and in the uk as a whole i would just say very simply you know that we are here to support them we're here to welcome them Cambridge is a really welcoming compassionate city um, there are so many people here that that just want to help all councillors you know from from all sides of the chamber I know have been getting messages from people in their wards who really just want to help so there is the will here to help um, and we are here for whatever they need Alex Collis thank you very much for joining me Thank you. We're live and local. Cambridge 105 Radio.